Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of yourself. Let's get this money. Hey boo, hey, happy Thursday or whatever day you're listening to this on. So if you hear a bit of music or whatever in the background, Tay is watching American Idol and yeah, our walls are thin, so it is what it is. But today I want to talk about positioning. And more importantly, I want to talk about the power of branding and how important branding is when you want to position yourself as the go-to expert in your space and how to position yourself as like a sought out service provider or coach. Your branding needs to be on point. And when I'm talking about branding, we're going to get more into this, but I'm not talking just about pictures, right? I'm not just talking about your fonts and your logo, right? I'm talking about true a branding so the truth is that the online space is becoming very very competitive right this is not a bad thing right it's not a bad thing there's just more and more people entering the online space which means that we gotta be on our a game okay boo we can't be playing online like we have to come correct and so it's not a bad thing that the online space is becoming more and more competitive but it does mean that you're going to have to stand out, right? You're going to have to do your part to stand out. And that is the power of branding. Branding is just the process of creating a distinct identity for your business in the mind of your target audience and consumers, right? So that was like the formal Merriam-Webster, you know, definition. The process of creating a distinct identity for a business in the mind of your target audience and customers. So for us, branding is just basically what do or what does our community think of us? Like one question that I always like to ask or like to think when I'm thinking about my brand is who do you think I am? What do you think I do? I actually ask this quite a bit in my Instagram stories. Like whenever I'm just trying to do a temperature check of like my community and what they're thinking and like how they're responding to me, I always ask like, what do you think I do? Who do you think I am? What word describes me, right? That is all branding, right? And making sure that who you say you are and who people say you are is in alignment, right? We want to make sure those two things are in alignment. And there's actually been a season where um, I have experienced misalignment, right? I've experienced where I thought I was presenting myself as one thing, but my community, my audience thought that I was something else, right? And that means that your branding is in misalignment. At that time, my branding was in a misalignment and I didn't even realize it. And so 
branding really is a process, right? It's something that you're always improving on as time goes on. So I don't want you to feel like, oh, if your branding isn't like together right now that you're a lost cause, not at all, right? This is something that we can always grow to. It's also a reason why if you really follow me and pay attention, you notice that my bio changes a lot. My um, Instagram name changes a lot. Um, even the way that I sign my emails or the way that I talk about my offers, it changes a lot. And it's because I am positioning myself and I am constantly improving my branding so that I am positioned as a go-to expert. I'm positioned as the person that you want to hire for X, Y, and Z reason, right? So for me in this season, you want to work with me as your CEO coach, or you want to work with me as your high ticket sales mentor, right? Like that is, that's the brand that I'm putting out there, right? You're coming to me because you know that I'm going to come to you and I'm going to support you as a mom that's doing business different, right? I'm going to support you in an effort to make sure that you aren't just doing a cookie cutter strategy that doesn't feel good, right? That, all that, all those things I just said is a direct manifestation of my branding. So today we're going to focus on how to, or I, well, before I even get further into this, what I'm going to be talking about today is going to be really talking about positioning yourself if you're a personal brand or a brand that has a face. So like I have the personal brand Mrs. K Hillman, but also I have two other brands that have a face. And basically what a face is, is it's just like a person, right? So um, becoming CEO, like becoming CEO is its own company, but I'm the face of the company. K Hillman Photography, even though it's my name, technically that brand, like it's its own brand. Like it's not, it's not, um, it's not like tied up into something else, but I am the face of K Hillman Photography. It used to be moments with MK Photography. And so in that case, I actually could have had somebody else be the face of the brand. But last year I decided that I'm going to be the face of the brand again. And so, yeah, whole other side note. But today I'm really going to be focusing on if you are creating a personal brand or if you're creating a brand that has a face. So maybe your brand is not, um, you know, named after yourself, but you are still the face of the brand. This episode is going to apply to you. So getting back to the point, your, your brand or branding plays a powerful role in communicating your values, your mission, your identity, and the movement to your audience, right? Like that's what your brand is doing. Your brand is communicating values, mission, identity, movement to your audience. And this is helping you build trust and build your credibility, right? This is the power of your brand, right? This is the power of your brand. And so the first step in building your brand is you have to know what your core values are. Now I talked about core values in the last episode and listen, I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna talk about core values till I'm blue in the face. And it's because between your values and your vision, your values, your vision, and your message, those are like three core things for me because that is really what is connecting you to your community. It's it's literally everything. And so when you're thinking about your brand, you want to first know what your core values are and who your community is, right? Like how these things are connected. And the reason behind this and the reason why this is important is because when you are clear on what you and your community care about, then you can create a brand that speaks directly to your community 
while staying in integrity with your core values and your core message. And I know I love to use the word integrity and you know that like integrity is a core value of mine, but I truly believe there's like nothing more important than your integrity, especially in the online space where you see, um, where you see a lot of just bashing and it's like, hmm, are these like, is this real? You know, like it, it, you can sometimes have that thought. And so because of that, it's just really important that you run a clean business, right? You run a clean show and what everybody else does, that's just on them, right? You can't like, I can't even let myself get caught up in what's happening because it doesn't matter, right? The important thing is that you show up as who you say you are, because if you don't, right? If you say you're one thing, but you show up as something else, or, you know, if there's any sort of misalignment between your values and the values of your community, that's going to hurt your trust with the community. And it's going to make, it's going to take a huge hit to your brand, right? A huge hit to your brand. So we're talking about, you know, your core values in your community. And I want to make sure that I'm clear with saying this. It's really important when you are building your brand that you know what your core values are and who your community is, right? Like what, what does your community, what does your audience, what does your most valuable buyer, what does your ideal client, what do they value as well? Can those things be in alignment, right? So once you're clear on that, then you want to shift over because we're thinking about branding, right? You want to shift over into storytelling. So another key element of brand building is your story, right? How you're telling stories because people remember stories so much better than they remember any kind of numbers and figures and details. Like people just remember stories better. And truthfully, you can give a lot of facts and good information if you turn it into a story, right? If you craft it into a story. And so your story, it's going to be really important that you create one because within your stories, you can share your brand values. You can share your vision and your mission. You can share all those things in your story. And so a few stories that I like to support people in creating are like, what's your personal story? What's your origin story? What's your hero's journey, right? And these are all like your hero's journey. That is just the stories of your clients and people that you've supported. So inside of becoming CEO, I have an entire, um, like not course, but I have an entire like training just dedicated to creating your story vault. Like what are the stories that basically tell who your brand is and what your brand is and how you serve people. And this also allows you to strengthen your messaging, but connect with your future clients, right? And we do all this, like we really break down six different stories inside becoming CEO. But I want to say that the key to telling your story and just like storytelling in general is to be authentic. And this doesn't mean like you got to tell all your business, but it's more so about just being honest about who you are and what you do. You don't have to add anything to make yourself more likable. The girls that get it, they get it, right? Like the girls that get it, get it and that they're going to buy with you, right? They're going to they're going to invest with you. And the ones that don't, they're not your people and that's okay too. Right? 
Hey boo, real quick. I want to share with you an amazing free three-day challenge I've created called the High Ticket Sales System Challenge. This challenge is going to take place on May 15th to May 17th. In this challenge, you're going to learn how to create a high ticket sales system so that you can attract and convert high quality leads, aka your MVPs. During these three days, we're going to cover a bunch of different topics, such as what is a high ticket lead and who is your MVP. You'll learn a proven framework to help you diagnose why you aren't getting leads, how to create a high ticket sales system that's going to allow you to have more freedom as a mama and a CEO, how to consistently attract high quality leads, and last but not least, the two things you need to focus on to position yourself for high ticket sales. Click on the show notes below to grab your spot inside the challenge and let's get this money. So now I want to talk about how you can differentiate yourself from everyone in the online space, right? How you can position yourself as the go-to expert or leader in your industry. So whether you're a coach or if you are a virtual assistant, a social media manager, like how are you differentiating yourself from everyone else? And one of the best ways you can do this is by simply having a unique value proposition. So this basically means you have like what you're doing is you're identifying a gap in the market or you're identifying like a specific need that your target audience has and then you're creating your products and your services to fill that gap in a way that nobody else is doing so one thing that i noticed like an area for me that and i'll just speak with myself personally i identified the gap of the idea of moms doing business different and that there wasn't a lot of people when I was starting to talk about this specific topic, right? There weren't a lot of moms really showing their life and how they were living out building a business with small kids, right? And that was a gap that I knew I could fill because a lot of the people that work with me are new moms, right? First time moms planning to have kids, right? So you're in that very new phase of motherhood, but also trying to build a business, right? And that's a gap that I can fill. That's something unique about where I shine. And so my whole idea or my whole concept of like working less than 20 hours a week, but specifically as a mom, that was the gap, right? So that's my unique value proposition. I also have like the fact that I talk about high ticket sales and different things like that. For you, it may be that you talk about a specific strategy. Maybe your specific strategy is email. Maybe your you know, specific thing is, um, you know, branding and, um, you know, what do you call it? I can't think of the exact word, but like creative direction, right? Like, so what, what's your unique approach and how are you filling a need, right? A specific need that's happening that you're seeing in the industry that's a gap, right? Like, okay, everybody is doing this, but people really need this. You, That's where you need to be. You need to be filling the gap of what is missing in your industry. So another thing that can make you stand out as like the go-to expert in your industry is your core message, right? So I just mentioned this in the last one, but like for me, one of my core messages is moms do business different. I believe that I stand on that. I talk about that a lot because it's true. And because of that, I don't do cookie cutter strategies, right? I teach frameworks. I teach beliefs. I teach concepts. But essentially when we are thinking about, like I look at everybody's business individually. It's one of the reasons why I like have the approach that I have inside becoming CEO, where I'm very intentional about 
here's how to create a marketing strategy now let's create yours right like what are you specifically doing and if something doesn't work for you right now in this season if something doesn't feel right we ain't gonna do this right we're gonna figure out what works for you because your business is different moms do business different um again another thing that separates me from like other people is um the fact that like I talk a lot about you know productivity and sustainability so um I talk a lot about like optimization and systems right and so when I'm thinking about my role as like a CEO coach right a coach to other CEOs I'm thinking about okay how are we optimizing like how are we increasing your productivity or your efficiency so that you can go on and live your best life right that is part of my core message so we have you know first your unique value proposition then we have your core message the last thing or another thing that I want to mention when it comes to how to stand out in your industry and become like this go-to expert or go-to leader you want to think about being a thought leader like how are you putting things out that or how are you distributing your message let me say that how do you distribute the message so maybe this looks like publishing blog posts, you know, doing YouTube videos, um, creating social media content, uh, speaking on stages. Uh, I'm, tra I'm, tra I'm thinking off the top of my head. I'm sorry, boo. But um, speaking on stages, whether it's in, you know, virtual or in person, like how are you putting your knowledge and your education out there and proving yourself as a trusted source, right? Because if nobody hears your message and hears what you have to say, you won't stand out. But you have to do this consistently right and when i say consistently like please don't get into it so i'm not saying that you need to you know create content every single week or whatever. like it depends on what your strategy looks like right what i will say is how are you constantly getting your voice and your message heard and how are you saying things that's different from everyone else so and this is where things kind of get a little controversial because i do understand that like in the online space we put a lot of weight on, you know, growing your audience and growing your this and growing your that. But listen, here's the truth. You're, you may not have a huge audience if you focus on your key message, because guess what? Your key message ain't for everybody. That's, that's just the truth. Your core message, it's not for everybody. It's for a very specific group of people that only you can serve. And so because of that, you don't need thousands and thousands of people to do that. The reason why and I'll be honest, the reason why I have tens of thousands of followers on my personal Instagram page um, is because people have followed me from different walks of life. So when I first entered the online space, I was a sorority girl. After I was a sorority girl, oh, well, I'm still a sorority girl, but after all that sorority stuff, then um, people followed me because I was a, um, a health influencer. I was I was selling um Dang, what was I selling? I was selling something in the health industry. I was in network marketing. I can't think of the company, but I was doing network marketing. And so people were following me for that. Then people started following me for photography. Then I separated out my photography page. So then people started following me for social media, right? Like people have followed me for different phases of my business. So the, the 10,000 followers that are on my page now, these people aren't even all interested in the business stuff right they probably have been following me from other walks of life and actually i have been going through and like removing followers just because i'm like i really just don't care to have like thousands and thousands of followers but then if you follow the becoming ceo page that page has 
less than 3,000 followers but it's a very targeted page of the people that I really want to make an impact on and the people that I want them to look at me as a thought leader and I have I have quite a few like big name people that follow me on that page because I am a thought leader because I because I share information and I share content that shows them that I'm knowledgeable and someone they can trust right they see They've seen me speak on stages. They've seen me, you know, um, or they listen to my podcast. They've watched my YouTube videos. They've done these different things that allow me to stand out and position myself as a leader. So I want you to think about not just, you know, having that unique value proposition, not just having or knowing what your core messages are, but also how are you distributing that, right? How are you getting that out there? How are you getting out it out there that you are actually a thought leader and an expert in your space? space sorry so the last thing that i want to say and talk about is your reputation right your your reputation if i could say the word your reputation <laughs> can differentiate you from everyone else in your industry right what are your clients and your industry peers saying about you and your work i have a lot of industry peers that speak like they stand 10 toes down for me and becoming ceo women that I've never worked with, even men that I've never worked with, but they speak so highly of me and they speak so highly because they know my reputation. They've had clients that they've referred to me that has come, that have come back to them and talked about how my experience was, or, you know, I've had, I've had clients who will just literally shop me out without me even having to, you know, ask for a review or say anything, right? And that builds your brand reputation. So what are people saying about you, clients and your peers? How are you setting a standard for yourself? How are you showcasing that this is what my brand represents, right? I know that people are probably tired of me talking about integrity, but listen, it's going to matter to you when you're working with me. It's going to matter. You're going to see the difference between working with me and working with other people when you recognize like, oh, this is why she says that integrity is a core value, right? You're, you're going to, you're going to, it's going to matter to you when I tell you, hey, this is not a good fit for you, right? Like I, I'm, I'm not going to take your money, right? Those things are going to matter to you. And that's, and that speaks on your reputation, right? So how are you presenting yourself, right? What is the standard that you're setting for your brand and for your experience? What are those touches or processes or systems that are part of what you are creating um, that is consistent across your brand that becomes the reputation that people, you know, speak on when they're speaking on, you know, your company? So we've talked about all these things and, you know, I've recognized that branding Branding really is all encompassing, right? Branding is so multifaceted and, you know, it's so easy to kind of hyper focus on one area and not the other. And so I feel like in this episode, I really wanted to take the focus away from just the aesthetics, but I want to bring this back in. I want to bring in aesthetics as the last point to kind of close this episode out. And the truth is that it's so easy to say like, oh, you know, the, the colors the logo you know pictures all that kind of stuff it doesn't matter but that's a lie right it's it's a lie it's a lie it's a huge lie to say that the aesthetics don't matter because it does right um now what i will say is that we just have to it, it's a balance right it's a, it's a it's a juggling act because on one end i'm always gonna say 
iPhone picks for a $2,000 offer ain't gonna cut it, right? Like, it just make it make sense, okay? We can't do the iPhone picks with the $2,000 offer. But I also don't want people to not post content because it's gonna throw off their grid or something, you know? Like, there's a balance to the idea of aesthetics and branding and the importance of it, right? But what I will say is that take the time to invest in the aesthetic parts of your branding, right? Do the photo shoot, you know, figure out your brand colors, have some cohesive colors, get a good logo, right? You know, I'm not gonna go into depth of all these things, but I will say you want your visuals to match the experience, right? You want the visuals to match the experience. You want your visuals to reflect your reputation, right? Because the, the, the visuals matter. If people see, you know, a a um a sales page that has iphone pics and then you charge you know four thousand five thousand dollars for your offer they're gonna be looking like what like this girl can't even you know get a decent picture up here but you want to charge me four thousand dollars like come on now um you know and granted i see people do it right i've seen people you know have sales pages that have iphone photos on it and guess what i didn't do i didn't buy and it's not and, and it's because I don't trust you, right? I don't trust I don't trust someone that can sell an offer that high and not even take pride in the way it looks. And I know in the online space, you know, especially in the last couple of years, we've almost made it okay to be mediocre, but like that's not okay, right? Because in the real world, right, with you know brick and mortar companies and things like that, like Nike doesn't do iPhone photo campaigns, you know, like that's just it's not what they do. Now, I will say I'm picking on the iPhone photos, but I really mean like a selfie. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because I take bomb iPhone pics. So, you know, no, no shade to the iPhone photos. But it's like, come on, let's be real here. Like, let's be real is, you know, like it all matters, right? It all matters in the grand scheme of your branding. And so, you know, I did want to kind of lightly mention this because it does matter but I really do want you to kind of think about some of the other things that we've that I've talked about in this episode like your story your um you know how you're differentiating yourself with your core values um with your message all those things girl can you believe it's a whole different day I literally fell asleep while recording this episode I am just yeah <laughs> mama was tired but the last thing that i want to say on this entire topic is that building a brand takes time and it takes effort right building a strong brand it's not going to be something that happens overnight it's going to require some effort um you know it's attention to detail it's going to require you to consistently be trying to improve but with a strong brand identity you are going to be able to differentiate yourself from your competitors you're going to be able to establish yourself as the authority as a go-to leader as an industry expert right and because you're able to do that you're going to win more customers and you're going to grow your business so branding it's so important right it's so much more than just the aesthetics right i briefly mentioned aesthetics but there are so many other things that are just as important now my dog's barking there are so many other things that are just as important when it comes to building your brand as the aesthetics right it's really looking at what is your message what is that reputation that you're building um how is what you're offering unique right what is your unique value proposition um looking at your stories right what stories are you telling that is going to really connect with your community and your ideal client and your ideal buyers right those are the things that all play a role in branding and so while yes the 
aesthetics tie it all together, those other things are super, super key because if there is any misalignment between what you say you're doing, who you say you're serving, and the visuals, then people are still not going to be connected to your brand. So your brand really is a comprehensive overall or overarching thing. So that's all I want to say um, on how to position yourself as the go-to expert, the power of your, you know, your brand, right? It's like branding is so important. And I'm going to do more episodes talking about branding because I feel like we, a lot of times we, um, not trivialize, but we like boil branding down to just the aesthetics. And while aesthetics definitely matter and they have a place, it's not the only thing. And honestly, the strategy, like your messaging, what makes you unique, your reputation, all those things determine what the aesthetic is actually supposed to and going to look like. So um, that's a whole other conversation and we will talk about that at some point, but I just want you to know that when you have that strategy, when you have your brand strategy, all that behind the scenes stuff, um, strong and solid and down pat, it makes the aesthetics so much easier to create and to stay in alignment with the thing that you're building. So that's it with this one. The last thing that I want to say is that the doors to becoming CEO lifetime group coaching experience are going to be opening in just a few days, probably like a week from now. And this program, it's my signature marketing and sales program for moms that want to sell high ticket offers in less than 20 hours a week with a sustainable high ticket sales system. So in the three day challenge, which you can also find linked below in the three-day sales in the three-day challenge we're going to talk about your high ticket sales system and inside becoming ceo you will really learn how to build it out right you'll have um, templates and frameworks and all these different things to help you really build out a high ticket sales system so i want you to go ahead and hop on the waitlist in the show notes because honestly like i'm sending out you know um very specific emails called the part-time CEO email series. And so like, listen, I'm giving out a ton of tea. I'm giving out a ton of tea because I really want to serve and support you as you are building your business in a way that allows you to work less, right? I don't want moms trying to work every single hour of the day because we don't have time, right? Last night I full out fell asleep while recording this episode. Um, And I don't feel bad about it, right? I was able to just get up and start one the next day that I had to podcast and it's not a big deal. So I really want to encourage you and support you in creating a business that's sustainable because sometimes you are going to be tired. Sometimes you're not going to, you know, have the energy to sit down and do client work or do, you know, the marketing or the sales or whatever for your company and your business still needs to run and you still need to be able to serve your clients in an effective way, right? And that's what we're doing inside Becoming CEO. So in the program, I'm really going to help you simplify and streamline your overall business strategy so that you can build sustainably. I'm going to help you figure out and clarify your vision and your messaging. I'm going to help you figure out how you're going to consistently sign and serve high ticket clients in less than 20 hours a week. I want to help you plan your maternity leave, plan your next vacation, plan your sabbatical, and still make money in your business. Okay. That's what I want to do. And I want to help you do all this by creating a high ticket sales system. We're going to talk about lead gen. We're going to talk about visibility, sales psychology, launching email, all the things. We're going to talk about it in a way that supports you. You're going to be able to mix and match things and mix and match your curriculum to build your own unique strategy because moms do business different and that is what I want to support you in 
So I definitely want you to go ahead and hop on the waitlist because the waitlist, they're going to get a fast action bonus of a one-on-one -on -one CEO call. So the CEO call honestly is a game-changing call. As you know, for the last few years, I haven't even been doing a ton of one-on-one -on -one calls. I've been bringing them back slowly but surely for some people, but for the most part, I actually don't do a lot of one-on-one -on -one calls. Um, and so this one-on-one -on -one CEO call, it really is a treat. It's a 60 to 75 minute call where we will deep dive into your business and what I will help you do is map out a custom course of action or like a clear roadmap so that you know exactly where you need to focus so that you can hit your high ticket sales goals with ease and with confidence right my goal is to help you really just clean up or dive deep on very specific things in your business so we might dive deep into your strategy we might dive deep into your messaging and clean up your messaging we might you know clarify who your client profile is right Clarify who your most valuable buyer is, right? Figuring out who these people are so that you can effectively market to them. And we're going to do all this in a 60 to 75 minute call. And so a lot of people walk away from my calls with their life changed. Like their business is changed. They are excited about their business. They are clear about their business. And I know that this call it really gives you the clarity and direction that you need to sell out your high ticket offer. So I'm super excited about offering this for this round. I've never offered a one-on-one -on -one call for this program um, as a bonus. So I'm super excited about that. So make sure you hop on the wait list so that you can get access to that. But that is it for this episode. So until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.